Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Brian Post devotional podcast. We have been going through the book of Colossians and this is going to be our actual last um, devotional in the book of Colossians. I'm going to jump in with the text and uh, get right to it. Greeting, uh, greet the brother who are in Laodicea and Nymphis at the church that is in his house. Now, when this epistle is read among you, see that it's read also in the church of of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from the Laodiceans, and say to our Chippopus, take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord that you may fulfill it. This salutation by my own hand, Paul. Remember my chains, grace be with you. Amen. Paul instructed the Colossians to share this letter with the church in Laodicea. This tells us that the two churches must have been in close proximity to to each other. In ancient times, the distance between uh, Colossae and Laodicea was about 10 miles or 16 uh, kilometers. Laodicea was located on a major trade route, which would have made it um, a hub of international and cultural exchange. As a, as a result, it's, it's possible that the church in Laodicea had connections to the other churches in the region, including Colossae. If you were to walk from Colossae to Laodicea, the time would depend on, well, terrain, weather, and your physical condition. But assuming a moderate pace of around three miles or five kilometers per hour, it would take about three to four hours to walk from Colossae to, um, to Laodicea. If you're traveling by horse, of course, which was less common in ancient times, assuming a moderate pace of around 8 to 10 miles per hour, or 13 to 16 kilometers per hour, it would take you approximately 1 to 2 hours to travel uh, from Colossae to Laodicea by horse. While the relationship between the the churches in Laodicea and Colossae is not explicitly spelled out in the New Testament, the evidence suggests that they were likely connected in some way and that others likely shared uh, the issues fa- that, that each one kind of faced the issues that that were um, local to that particular region. So, who was Archippus? Um, Archippus, or um, I can't remember how the other way it's pronounced, but I always called called it Archippus. So maybe that's wrong, but that's how I do it. But Archippus is mentioned in the 
New Testament in Colossae um, chapter 4, 17, in Philemon's 1, 2, and Philemon's 10, uh, Philemon's rather, chapter 1, uh, verses 10 to 11. And from these references, we can see that he was a member of the early Christian community and that he had some leadership or ministry responsibilities. In Colossians 4, 17, Paul's, Paul tells the Colossians to tell Archippus, he says, see to it that you complete the ministry you have received in the Lord. So this suggests that Archippus had been given a specific ministry role within the Christian community there, although it's unclear what that role was. In Philemon, Archippus is mentioned along with other believers who were part of the church that met in the house of Philemon. And he was the prominent Christian uh, in Colossae, and as we mentioned before, he was also the master of a Christian slave by the name of Onesimus. In Philemon 1, 10 to 11, Paul asks Philemon to refresh my heart in Christ and reminds him that your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed our hearts of the Lord's people, and so has our Chippopus. So from these references, Archippus was a respected member of the early Christian community who had a ministry role of some kind, though it's not a, uh, though the exact nature of that, uh, that role is not clear. Then there's another person that's mentioned, and it's Nymphus. Now, it's interesting to note that um, there's translation differences between Nymphus as a male or a female. In the New King James or the King James, both refer to Nymphus as male. For instance, it says, Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea and Nymphus and the church that is in his house. The NLT, however, translates the phrase thus, Please give my greetings to our brothers and sisters at Laodicea and to Nympha uh, and the church that meets in her house. So that would be the NLT. Bible scholars have differed um, on their opinions as to whether Nympha was a man or a woman, as the name could be either masculine or Greek. And I wish I knew a little more Greek so I could speak more authoritatively on it, but I just can't. I can only go by the information that I have access to. So some scholars have suggested that Nymphus may have been a wealthy benefactor who provided a large enough home for the church to meet in, while others have speculated that Nymphus may have been a leader or an elder of the house church. Nymphus is only mentioned once in the New Testament, and it's here in Colossians 4.15, and from this brief mention, it's not clear who Nymphus was, except that he or she was a Christian who hosted a house church in Laodicea. Speaking of house churches, in the New Testament, there's several references that suggest that early Christian communities met in houses rather than in, for instance, dedicated church buildings. For example, in the letters of Paul, he greets several house churches by name, such as the church in the house of Priscilla and Aquila and the church in the house of Nymphus in Colossians, for instance, we just talked about that. And again, in Philemon's, Archippus is mentioned along with other believers, as I said, that were uh, part of a church that met in the house of Philemon. Other passages suggest that early Christians gathered in private homes for worship, such as in Acts chapter 2, which describes how believers broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Well, as we conclude our study, 
in the letter of Colossians, let us remember the importance of community in connection with the early uh, with the early Christian church. We see evidence of this in the greetings and salutation um, Paul sends to various individuals and host churches in Colossae and Laodicea. The fact that believers would gather in homes for worship and fellowship underscores the value they placed on relationship and support from one another. Let us also take heed of Paul's final instructions to Archippus to fulfill the ministry he had received of the Lord, as we each have unique gifts and callings within the body of Christ. Let us strive to use them to the best of our abilities and for the glory of God. And finally, let us not forget those suffering for their faith. As Paul reminds us to remember his chains, may we be inspired to pray for and support our worldwide brothers and sisters facing persecution and hardships. Okay, may the grace and the Lord, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with us all as we continue to grow in our faith and knowledge of Him. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home. Thank you.